I know, that's why I was like, the song's called Dreams. <laughs> As if it's like a Fleetwood Mac. <gasps> That's funny. Um, Hi, everyone. Hi. Happy end of summer. Yay. Yay. Um, it's hot as fuck. It is. What the fuck? And maybe by the time I edit this and um, <laughs> we actually post it, it'll be cold. And yeah. then everyone's like, why are they talking about being hot? Because I feel right. like that's what happened last time. <laughs> right. We were like, it's so cold. Oh, yeah. Or it's something. Like, when is summer coming? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's so sad. That's how long it's been. Yeah. Um, also, summer did kind of come late. So yeah, whatever. But we'll yeah, see. okay. Let's cheers. Cheers. Oh, guess what? Oh. You're listening to crying. Amazing. Crazy. <laughs> Why did that so sound weak? awful? I swear this is glass. This is not plastic. <laughs> They're too full. <laughs> wait, wait. It's, oh, what? Is it because of this? Oh, wait. Let's try it again. <laughs> Take a strawberry off. Well, that's so we weird. We are drinking out of real glass. I, I promise. promise you, we're not that lame. No, although I mean, I don't know, sometimes out of plastic <laughs> is fine. Yeah, as long as it's a vessel holding alcohol. Yes. So we are um, drinking lovely Serena Williams inspired beverages. My sort of sister-in-law, my brother's girlfriend, got me um, a book, and it's called. It's called Free the Tipple, and <laughs> kick-ass cocktails inspired by iconic women, and so there's all kinds of amazing cocktails in here, and I asked, I sent Del a list of ladies yeah. um, whose cocktails had the least amount of ingredients. Right. It <laughs> didn't sound too complicated. Yeah, yeah. And she picked Serena Williams, <clears throat> and uh, so it's a Pim's, Pim's cup, basically. Mm-hmm. It's Pim's with... Um, ginger beer and straw, fresh strawberries and mint. It's really good. It's really, really good. But um, there's no ice because I wasn't fast enough to make ice. I mean, it's still good without ice. Mm-hmm. It's really sweet and delicious and has a bitterness. Um, yeah. Free oh, tipple. this is the classic tipple of Wimbledon. So is Wimbledon is tennis ha- like? It's happening t- right now, <laughs> or just I don't know. I don't really follow. Pretend. It is. It's happening it's now. Happening you guys right don't now. know when we recorded this. <laughs> exactly. We're recording during Wimbledon. <clears throat> and exa- actually, I have a couple Serena things in my thing today, so appropriate. Yay. Our psychic energy is great, <laughs> and I'm eating hummus. Sorry. I'm okay. <laughs> crunch, right. crunch. So yeah, um, summer was rad. Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't do anything, but then I did all of the things. Like, what are the highlights? I just or did low a, lights. I just did a little, not a little girls trip, a short girls trip. <laughs> not short girls. I did a girls trip to mm-hmm. Santa Barbara that was really short last weekend, and that was really fun. You know, it's always like magic when you're in a beach town. Yeah. With good food. And I feel like all we did all weekend was like eat and drink our way through like the fun zone. and You went to the funk zone? I mean funk zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a friend that lives up there now. Yeah, it was really cool. Like, just us ladies drinking, and we literally would, like, eat this food and then walk down the street and go to this bar and then walk down the street. Oh, is it time to eat again? Like, I was not hungry, but I just ate all weekend. It was fun. I love that, like, yeah, sort of Central Coast <laughs> vibe. Yeah. As somebody who's from Ventura County, yeah. it's very... Just, like, super chill. Super chill, and it's kind of home... 
It reminds me of home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, San, uh, although I feel like um, I grew up in Oxnard, but Ventura, which is a little bougier than Oxnard, um, mm. I feel like <laughs> wants to be Santa Barbara so bad. Oh. And tr- has been trying forever, but yeah. it's just got this um, meth thing. Right. This <laughs> methy vibe. Yeah, that totally. That it just can't. Shake Just the meth vibe. It, yeah. So it's a little scrappier. It's like the scrappy kind of methy version of Santa Barbara, but cool. But very cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. What um, about you? I've just been kind of doing the mom thing this summer. Chris and mm-hmm. I like often, well, we try, we actually have been trying to go kind of out of town a lot on the weekends. Like we, we mm-hmm. go up to Ventura also, like go to yeah. Oxnard, go to my mom's house. Um, we... For my birthday, which was in August, we went to, we stayed at the Blue Iguana Inn in Ojai. We did like an Ojai weekend thing and it was rad. It's so beautiful there. And it was cool because we called, we called, um, the inn and they basically were like, oh, we're all booked, but we have this apartment. Oh, wow. Like. Sweet. Sweet. Uh-huh. That we usually only book out for long-term stays, oh. but like nobody booked it. So right. if you guys want it, you can have it. And it Dope. was like a super cheap price too. Amazing. So we stayed there and just kind of like walked around Ohio and yeah. we went on a hike and just like oh, cool. relaxed and like yeah. went to the pool. So and nice. It was so, yeah. so nice. Um, um, that's yeah. rad. Yeah. Speaking of like weekend trips in LA, life hack, you guys. Every, well, maybe I shouldn't tell anyone this, but the week after Labor Day is the week to do your summer vacation. Mm. So I had a friend who went out to Palm Springs on Labor Day, like on the Monday, mm-hmm. and her and her family stayed, you know, like through Wednesday or something. And she stayed in some super fancy bougie hotel out in Palm Springs. And they were literally like the only guests. So, like, all her Instagram was, like, just them in the pool. Like, the whole staff was, like, super nice and, like, waiting on them hand and foot. And because there was literally no yeah, people there. Yeah, it's hot as fuck in Palm Springs. Yeah. So, like, less people go. Well, I mean, the weekend before, it was but fully booked yeah, and yeah, packed. Yeah. And so, yeah, after Labor Day. And then I went to Santa Barbara the weekend after Labor Day. And usually it takes, like, two and a half hours to get there. It took us an hour 50. And the way. To so get to Santa Barbara? Yeah. And then the way home usually takes, like, three plus hours with all the traffic and shit. It took us an hour 50 on the way back. And I was like, on a Sunday. You're like, I could live in Santa Barbara and commute. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? That's like, awesome. So then I was like, I'm forever going to plan trips like that, that week. weekend. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, hot tip if you want to do fun stuff in LA, but hey, everybody. <laughs> well, that weekend was our anniversary. Our um, So September 7th is our anniversary in um we because we had already done something for my birthday yeah. and because we have a baby and ba ba ba, um, we like just went to Tex, um, in, you know the French restaurant in oh, Echo Park, which yeah. it's closing for two years to remodel, and I'm Dude, scared that it's gonna be all modern it's and shit. Not, so what they're doing is like the person who owns it sold the property, mm-hmm. and they're demoing everything to build fucking stupid ass luxury condos and then they're going to recreate a portion of text like on the ground floor. Ew, are you kidding yeah. me? So like it's only going to be the bar and like 
Maybe. Ooh, that's yeah. so lame. I, I fucking know. love tax. I know. That dining room is fucking yeah. genius. Like, it's so iconic. Fun. Yeah. And like the servers, <sighs> a lot so of the servers, annoying. like some of the French ones have yeah. been working there since like it Forever. opened. Forever. Yeah. They were like teenagers. Yeah. My friend who I went to Santa Barbara with lives right across the street from there. That's like her bar and so well we ate at the bar because it was booked like I'm sure everyone's going there now like the dining room was booked we didn't make reservations and we ate in the bar and it was just like (laughs) it was so funny because it was just like one of those things where it was like um, Juno was not down no, to no. go to dinner that night and was just not like upset, like fussy, mm-hmm. but just screaming. Oh shit. So we're like at the bar and she's just like, ah, oh, no. screaming and like just anything we put in front of her, just ripping it down and putting Whoa. it on the ground. And so it was like, I kind of feel <laughs> like having a baby when you go out to eat. Is fun, like it's to- like sometimes she's fine and yeah, like can yeah, entertain yeah. herself for a long time, but like oftentimes you end up like once you get your food, like you have to eat so fast right. because it's like oh now she can't handle it anymore. Like right, we were here, right. it was chill. We hung out, yeah. we like looked at the menu, we had a grand time looking at the menu, yeah, and then as yeah. soon as the food gets there, it's like oh I'm she's losing it. it. She's yeah. losing it. So that was kind of a funny thing for our anniversary dinner. Yeah, but. I feel like though. So Edgar and I hate everybody and everything all the time, but we still like to like eat out. So we tried to find the sweet spot that's like between the parents with babies and like the hipster crowd. Mm -hmm. And like, I think Edgar would agree that like our favorite, like we'd much rather hang out with like a bunch of crazy babies than hipsters at this point in our lives. Yay! <laughs> like, yeah, most people didn't seem to care at the bar. And yeah. plus, it was kind of. I was like, actually, I'm glad we weren't in the dining room because oh, it would have been more obvious. Yeah, totally. I think she, the only reason she was yelling is because it was loud in the bar yeah. area. So she was just like, oh, "I'm joining in on the fun. Right, I'm going right. to yell too." Except right. for throwing her body kind of around. Yeah, she was just having a party. Yeah, <laughs> that's Oy cute. Vey. And then we also we went to. Mud baths. Oh my gosh. Woo. Or AKA Vegas baths. Yeah. <laughs> Del and I um, played hooky. Shh. Just kidding. Shh. I don't know. We took a, we took a vacation day at work. It's fine. And mental health counts. Mental health. And we went to Glen Ivy and mm. got mud. Yeah. Mudded up. Mudded up, wetted up, oiled up. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because I hadn't been there in like 15, 20 years. And last time I went, I went with this older woman from work and it was like all old ladies. It was really chill. Like, you know, you could, you could lounge around a pool all day. And then when I got there with Mel, it was like, what the fuck? It was like jam packed when we got there. Nowhere to sit or be. Every single square inch was full and everyone was fucking wasted. Mm -hmm. Hella flamingo floaties. Yes. Like lots of bridal parties and yeah, like, like birthday people with parties. like chucker hats that say stupid shit like yeah. out of office or right, like right. <laughs> or like it's my birthday or whatever yeah. like whatever yeah. yeah and then like our pool waiter who was bringing us drinks we were i was telling him like what happened to this place he's like yeah it's changed a lot he's like it's more like a vegas vibe now it's not so relaxing and we were like totally vegas mm-hmm. so if you want to like go hang out at a pool and feel like you're on vacation, like at a resort. Yeah, it was cool. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, an hour or so away from here, but hot, lots of pools. But yeah. We were stoked though. We were yeah. we were just kind of like. We just had to change our mindset of like, we're not relaxing today. We're, we're partying. Just, yeah, we're partying. <laughs> and we, we party we did. Yes, we and, did. And <laughs> um, 
It was funny because I had to pump when I was there. Mm. So that was kind of a unique situation. Yeah. Um, and at one point, like the pump area, the pump room or whatever, mm-hmm. was like some drunk ass chick was in there like just on her cell phone. Right. And like everyone was, because it's kind of like a, it was just like a private changing area where, mm. I don't know. And other women were like, she's been in there for a really long time. <laughs> and so at one point I was like, I need to pump. And I like pulled out all my pumping slides. I was like, so can you get out? And she was like this wasted. disheveled, like early 20s um, girl, like, okay, like on her all, phone. All like wasted on the bench. Yeah. And I was like, ew, I have to pop in here. I don't know. I felt weird about it. Kind of. Also, though, like, I kind of remember being her. <laughs> but it's kind of weird because when you go there, um, so, like, we went in the grotto. And oh, yeah. It's like an assembly line of, like, young teenagers right. that work there as their summer job. And they yeah, literally yeah, yeah. have, like, buckets of this, like, salve or whatever right. that they're, like, use Scraping fucking on. paintbrushes yeah. and just paintbrush your body. Like, really so you're, fast. you're, like, in an assembly really line. You kind of feel like... <laughs> so you're just standing there, like, in your bikini, like, next to all these, like, middle-aged moms yeah. like, that are doing the same thing. And then, like, 16-year-old, like, Kevin from fucking... Corona, Corona. <laughs> like comes out and just like with his bucket and just like <laughs> like turn turn yeah, gets your <laughs> do you want any for your face and then they just like slap some in your hand and you're like Thanks. and then you go in this room and like sit for a little while and then you shower and you go in this other room and they're like here's baskets of green apples <laughs> but at that point <laughs> We were so, so hungry yeah we were like we I'll were, take a green apple <laughs> we were wasted and. Lunch got pushed back to like three, so we were like, let's eat these apples. (laughs) That was fun. That was really fun. Okay. Okay, so I have two things that we need to talk about. Okay, I hope one of them is. (laughs) Yep. BH90210, motherfuckers. BH90210. Oh my God. Tell me everything. So, (laughs) Del and I are really giddy right now because we've been holding this in. This is going to be a massive release. Dump. (laughs) Such a release because we've been like sort of texting each other, like, are you watching it? Yes. Okay, shh. We'll talk about it on the pod. Yeah. (laughs) So, one, when I first (sighs) found out that it was like going to be this meta. So, okay. Backing up. For anyone who hasn't seen it, whatever, fuck you. Go yeah, watch it. It's on right. Hulu. It's but great. it's not a reboot like I thought it was going to be yeah. where it was like, what's, what are like, the you know, what are the characters up to? up to? No, it's like this meta thing where it's like the actual actors of the, of the show are like coming together mm-hmm. to do a reboot. Right. And like it's the like gang a, is back again, but mm-hmm. like the real life gang. Right. And so it's like super parody fictionalized versions of themselves, mm-hmm. which is like really fun. And I feel like, and I wanted to hate it. Like yes, when I first watched first it, episode, I was like, like yeah, I was like, fuck this. I want to know like what the fuck, like Brendan and Brandon are up yeah. to like for real. Like what? Yeah. Does Brenda still live in France? Like, <laughs> yeah. I hated it so hard. And then like every episode I like now I'm like in love. love. It's I love it. So I love good. It. I it's, love it. so smart. it's so smart. No, I was going to say it's so I mean, No, it's so smart that the way that they did it like this. Oh. Because I feel like, okay, the, oh, I'm, tiny spoiler. Just like, spoil it. Yeah. It's not, it's not any like. Right. The opening scene is always like somebody's having a dream, but they're like in Beverly Hills 90210 proper land. Mm-hmm. And so like after a few of those dream montages, I was like, no, this is why that would have been awful because like 
It was so there's, I mean, they're obviously more cheesy, but it was just like so cheesy. It doesn't work in this time. It does not work. And so I'm like, I'm so glad they didn't go that way because it would have been so fucking awful. Yeah, and so that's true. Um, I feel like, yeah, Jenny and Tori were onto something good. And then I feel like I've talked about Tori Spelling's uh, show from like the nineties. It's or, kind of, it kind of reminds <clears throat> us of that. Well, um, the, her show, Notorious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's the same writers of that show that are writing this uh, show. Because I remember thinking that was pretty funny, that Yeah, one. it was, yeah, it was really cute. <clears throat> same thing, like a spoof version of Tori Spelling's life, and so... And it kind of actually, so I know I've been a Tori hater the yeah. past, like, year, <laughs> right. but I was kind of, like, turning into a Tori lover. Right. Because I feel like uh, she has, she's really self-aware, yes. and she's, like, down to just make fun of herself, like, including the really yeah. shitty parts of her life. Totally. So... Yeah, and, like... Like I, I read an interview on Entertainment Weekly where they they, they kind of get into that, um, and they ask like, "Was your husband cool with that?" And she was like, "You know what? Like all of our shit's already out there every day in the tabloids. So like, why not just like go down that road and like you know make fun of it and like have a good time with it?" And he was like totally open and just like, "Yeah, use it all, like whatever." And so, I guess each actor got to decide what their character would be and be about and like oh, really so like they asked you know why didn't brenda talk about her cancer you know fighting right. can- b- battling breast cancer, breast cancer. Mm-hmm. like why wasn't that part of her character and it's mean, like shannon doherty shannon doherty <laughs> what did i say brenda oh yeah same diff <laughs> yeah um and so they you know they basically said well because everyone got to choose what they wanted and not didn't want to include and she just you know didn't want to include that so I thought it was funny, like her character is eating in every scene. Oh, have you noticed that? that. Yeah. I also love her character so hard. It's Mm -hmm. like so ridiculous. It's It's so ridiculous. It's so good. I love I love Jenny, how Jenny is just like a total bitch the whole time. Yes. It's so I'm so glad that they're all able to like make fun of themselves in these ways. Like it's really good, you guys. You should definitely check it out. If you were an OG fan. I have some questions for you. Okay. Uh oh. So who do you think, out of the guys, mm. actually out of the whole cast, mm-hmm. who do you think has aged the best? Like in terms of like, wow. Everything. Fucking Ian Ziering, he looks the same to me. <laughs> Ian Ziering, okay. Yeah. I think Brian Austin Green. But he's the oh, youngest. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I think he's the youngest. He looks really good too. Um. Um, Jason, not so much. Jason is like, his voice trips me out because he sounds the same, but he looks so old. Yeah. Like Edgar came in one day when I was watching the last episode and he was like, whoa, he looks so weird. He still looks young, but old. Like it's trippy. Like he still has his baby face, but with wrinkles and gray. Yeah. I think Ian looks really good. I think Mm -hmm. Brian Austin Green looks really good. Yeah. I think Jenny Jenny looks looks really amazing. Like Tori should be going to her plastic surgery. When I first saw Tori, I was like, oh, I don't know if I could Look at this. Look at her fucked up face. <laughs> the whole time. But then, like, Chris and I both agreed. We're like, she doesn't look that bad because you can just yeah. get used to it. Right, 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 right. But that's kind of like how it was. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> Wait, Chris is watching too? Yeah, that's he likes amazing. It. That is amazing. Dude, but I was kind of bummed mm. that the fire thing that happened, like, oh, that yeah. they were just like, oh, it was just a stalker. Moving on. Well, I, I don't, don't think it's going to be that. I think they left a lot of loose ends open for, like, you know, because they wanted to get picked up, so they left it on this like crazy cliffhanger I I, and you like. Know who I want it to be really bad. Who? Um, fucking Val, dude. Yeah. Smoking a J, tossing her J dude. on the ground, and it and it yeah. starts a fire. And that was the other thing is like 
they were talking about, you know, hopefully they'll get a second season. And if they do, because there was 10 years of Neto 210, that they have so many people that they could bring in for guest spots. Yes. And like so many like callbacks and jokes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Dude, it was, it was so funny when they were like. The dress? The, no. No. The, well, that was funny. But the um, thing with Brenda where she was like, wait. How many seasons? Who's that? Mm-hmm, or she mm-hmm. like did? She's like, how many seasons were there? She's like, oh, yeah. She just like doesn't know past because she was only in like the first what three seasons? Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the going to things that made us cry, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Luke Perry trivia yeah. definitely made me cry. Yeah, that was really sad. And I'm kind of, I mean, I get that they had to address it in the first episode, but like, you wish it would have been more, or I wish it would have been like continued throughout mm-hmm. and like. Some kind of like... Like deeper or something? Because in the first episode, I was just like... Like, it made me sad and I actually did cry, but... Yeah. It I was cried. also like... I was on the haterade at that point. So, like, I don't know. I just wish I had watched an episode when I was like, yeah, I love this show now. And I don't know if that... Anyway. I know. But yeah, that was... That was well, really I was sad. I was anti. And then when that happened, mm, I was pro. Then you I turned was around. Like, yeah. I so, was like, all right. So the first half hour, I was like... You know what? Luke Perry, like, he's lucky because he doesn't have to be in this monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he, you know, lucked out in that regard. Like, he doesn't have to be in this pile of crap. And anyway, I take it all back. It's so good. I love it so much. And critics and fans seem to be really into it. Like, IMDb, yeah. it has, like, Even though it's a high so rating. cheesy and yeah. it's seriously feels like you're watching fucking lifetime or something right 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 it's so cheesy mm-hmm. yeah and like formulaic and a lot yeah. of things like it's, oh it's his son right blah, blah, right blah. it's oh, not oh uh, uh, yeah <laughs> when i forgot about that part it was like oh my god <laughs> by the way lala is the shittiest actor ever brian austin brian austin greens like shay his oh, like oh yeah, yeah she's yeah, always yeah, yeah. just like Bry, yeah. She's like, uh, I'm like, why didn't they just get what's her face? It like, would have been. Bry, ju- I'm just trying to protect you, Bry. <laughs> like the whole time, she's just always <laughs> bitching and. It, yeah, I not feel good. like yeah, she's not good. She's not she's believable not good. at uh-uh, all. Uh-uh. Yeah, actually, all the spouses are pretty shitty. Yeah, they're pretty lame. But they're kind of just who cares yeah. about them, anyways. And like, you know, bringing fucking Val. What's her name? Emily Valentine back as like. Yeah, she's just there to bitch at them the whole time. Right, because she really is a, a movie or an executive. She is? In real life. I didn't know yeah. that. So, oh. like, and then, like, how they brought the mom back, mm-hmm. Carol Potter, because mm-hmm. she, to, like, be their group therapist, because mm-hmm. she really is a therapist now in real life. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, so it's, like, lots wow. of cool. And, you know, Edgar was watching Five Minutes of It With Me, and he's like, I just don't get, like... Why do you, why is this funny? Why is this good? And I was like, because there's, like, lots of little Easter eggs. Yeah. Like, there's one episode where all the girls show up in the same, same color, dress, same yeah. color dress, and it's like that oh, was awesome. That's the prom episode, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, there's these little throwbacks. Or when Donna <laughs> or Tori falls uh-huh. down the stairs, oh, and yeah. she was like, "Wait, I know who we can." Yeah. I was like, "How do you talk <laughs> to an angel?" And I love how he's like really was a fireman. Mm-hmm. I knew that. Yeah. For some reason, I knew that trivia. But like, I love that it was like. You know, he admitted that, like, him throwing her down the stairs, like, ruined his acting career. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but anyway, it's really well done. It, it, like, if you can get into it, like, I promise you'll love it. Yeah. Well, you kind of have to like 90210. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like if you didn't like 90210, you'd right. be like, what no. the fuck? This is so dumb. No, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, f- fan, fan base. Okay. 
Hi. 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 I don't know why that was so funny, but it was. Hey, guess what? <laughs> what? It's time to talk about things that made us cry in the past fucking six months. <laughs> I don't know. Throughout all of summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, why don't you go? Okay. So, um... I wanted to say that I have been crying hmm. multiple times over spilt milk. <laughs> like literally spilt milk? <laughs> literally. Oh, no. Yeah. So Liquid gold. I just wanted to share my trials and tribulations <laughs> of being a, a nursing, a breastfeeding mother. So it's fucking hard, guys. I just like looked at your boobs right now when you said that. We were talking about your boobs last time. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, my this is titties. a boob podcast. I'm like feeling myself up right now. Um, yeah. So... My daughter is almost one year old, one years old, Yay. and it's been my mission to breastfeed um, up through that. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure I'll go. I'm hoping I'll go a little bit past one because really, it's all about like I just need to like vibe her out a little bit about her eating habits mm-hmm. before I wean. I mm-hmm. think because I want to make sure she gets the nutrients that she needs from food before I pull her off the boob. Anyways, <laughs> um, it is so intense. <laughs> because whenever there's like a shortage of supply, oh, it's man. so much pressure to yeah to like know that your body is what is like feeding your child, you know? Squeeze. Yeah, and um, there's been a couple times where I've like accidentally like at home just like knocked over no. milk that I just pumped, and like Chris is always like calm down because I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Aww. screaming and like I cry a little bit because um because it's just a lot of pressure and a lot of work. It's a lot of work and it's kind of like every I don't know. I, I also put a lot of pressure on myself, but it's like one of those things where I'm like, okay, if she doesn't drink enough, you know, if she doesn't get enough milk during the day, then maybe she's gonna have a rough night, then I'm not gonna sleep oh, very sure. well because mm-hmm. her belly won't be full and blah 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 or yeah. She's gonna. She's not gonna be gaining weight, or she, you know. And then I found out recently too that like it's the fat, like the when babies are eating, eating or drinking fatty stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what actually produce, helps their brain develop oh, and their wow. head and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The size of their skull and oh, everything wow. like that. That's crazy. So, um, <laughs> so I was just kind of tripping over that. And I know, like, the saying now is fed is best, but I'm just, like, sticking to my guns about, like, really trying not to give her yeah. formula. Mm. Um, not for any particular reason. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I just want to do this the natural yeah, yeah. way. And anyways, um, I just wanted to give a shout out to all my friends that are, actually, I don't really have that many friends that are in this, that are moms Currently right now. But shout out to anyone speed. that might be listening that is on this journey. Maybe you've spilt... Um, you know, some formula that you just made and you're, that shit's fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah. So that would be shitty too. Yeah. Um, and recently I also had, I'm just going to go into it because do it. it. Recently I was experiencing a lot of pain in my oh, boobs no. and I thought, and I was worried cause there's all this, you know, you can get like infections and things right. like that. I didn't have an infection. I just had. I like backed up. It was like oh, backed like up. a duct that's blocked yes. or some shit. And yeah, it yeah. was so I went to the doctor and that's what it was basically. What do you but do for that? You just have to fucking get it out. Oh, so I took the rest of the day off work that day and just was like, "Hey, Juna, let's party." <laughs> <laughs> 
So I just fed her and then um, tried different positions because apparently oh, like where they wow. are on, where they're latched on mm-hmm. um, is like, you know, that's the milk duct that, oh, interesting. So, you know, like yeah, it depends yeah, yeah. on, and I always kind of have her in this cradle position. Uh-huh. So I was trying like holding her like a football, football <laughs> position. She's all like behind <laughs> your back, but like your boobs. Yeah. Which was funny because I'm like, I'm like, wow, I'm kind of proud of myself because I remember when I went to like, when I was home on maternity leave and I went to like some La Leche League, like breastfeeding mm-hmm, support mm-hmm. groups, I remember there was one of the leaders that was there who's like the stay at home mom, you know, she's like breastfeeding pro. She has like fucking like four kids or something like that. Wow. She had like a two year old there, I think it was, and who she was still breastfeeding. Wow. And um, somebody was like asking about positions or, you know, complaint, you know, kind of venting about uh-huh. something. And she was like leading the group and she's like, have you tried this position or this position? Oh, wow. And the baby was just like, or the Flipping kid was around. just like still like latched, just like drinking, like totally unscathed <laughs> as she's like rotating this baby and all these weird positions. Well, how about this? How about this? Sitting on her knee? Like this, this, yeah, this. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, she's doing like, doesn't that hurt? And I'm like, no, it doesn't hurt because I can do it now too. But yeah, yeah. But it was so painful. Oh my that God. Sucks. Because it's like, it was one of those things where even she was just like, I had her sitting on me to like read a book to her and uh-huh. just having her head leaning against oh, my chest yeah, was, yeah. was painful. Oh shit. Yeah. So yeah. luckily it only lasted like two days, but it was good pretty... job. Do you know, she got it. She got it. <laughs> so did my pump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like feeding her and then pumping, feeding her and pumping Yeah. to just work it out. Wow. Yeah. It that was funny because my doctor was like, oh, um, some people have like an electric, do you have an electric toothbrush? You can just like put your electric toothbrush on your breast. And I was like, does a vibrator? I know. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, is she just like skating past this? Like what we're really talking about? Like, I don't know anyone with electric toothbrushes, <laughs> like, but I know a lot of people with other things that vibrate. That's so fucking funny. Did you try it? No, I didn't try it. I didn't try it. Oh, I did. Um, I just did like heat compress. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, heat pads type of a thing <laughs> but yeah it was so funny I, like when I left the when I left the office I was driving home I was like I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's what she was she getting would have suggested something else if we were closer homies that's so yeah funny. so crying over spilt milk that's like literally spilt milk yeah. that sucks but you're doing great I'm doing it almost there <clears throat> she's still <clears throat> a chunky baby so yeah. you're doing good she's got chunky thighs sorry um, that just reminded me when I was in high school and I ran hurdles, me and this other chick, we both had, we both have probably still, um, thunder thighs and we made up a whole song about being like, my name's Delane. And then we each had like something I'm like, and I'm a thunder thighed hurdler. <laughs> like we had this whole cheer about oh my God, I love hurdling that. with big thighs. <laughs> well, that's going to be Juno. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I didn't, I was telling Mel off record that, <laughs> Either I'm doing a really bad job about keeping track of what's making me cry, or I just am not crying as much. It's probably the latter. But uh, I think, uh, and plus two, a lot of the stuff that's making me cry, I feel like you have all probably seen and heard and made you cry. It's all pretty mainstream, so I didn't want to go too deep on any of this, but I did just want to like, <laughs> my nose is whistling. I <laughs> I'm not editing that out. <laughs> With all the crunches and nose whistles. I I just wanted to like, you know, talk about all the awesome female positivity and the chick, the females that are being total badasses right now. 
including the likes of Lizzo at the MTV Oh, I didn't see it. Video awards. Um, you need to the watch. Giant butt. Yes, like her performance was amazing. It's all just about like you know body positivity, loving yourself where you are, like being. She's really talented, dude. She's awesome. So like that whole performance made me and everyone else who watched it cry. Um, and then also like Missy Misdemeanor Elliot was being honored and like her performance was magic you know she brought back all of like videos she did like yeah a medley, right she did a medley and like brought back a lot of like the original dancers including like the little girl that used to be in the videos oh how old is she now Ooh, i don't know like probably tw- late 20s or something does she still look the same i mean I guess. You can't really see. <laughs> yeah. She's like dancing. Yeah, but it was just like really rad and just like, fuck yeah, like Missy's finally getting her mm-hmm. recognition. I mean, we've all recognized her, but I don't know. I just don't feel like mainstream really did. Um, and yeah. then also, I, I cried <laughs> yesterday. <clears throat> my friend Janine and I went and saw um, the new movie Hustlers. Oh, yeah. It is fucking amazing like I literally was like crying tears of joy during JLo's like entrance scene her like first strip tease scene I was just like yes mommy like take everything (laughs) like and it's funny because the way it's marketed it looks like it's this like fun girlfriends movie but you know it's based on this crazy ass true story and it was really it was just really fucking good like I had heard on the radio and stuff that there's like all this Oscar buzz around JLo for this role. And are I you was, serious? Yeah, for dude, hustlers? For hustlers. And so I was like, oh, okay. And then I went and saw it and I was like, no, she needs, like, if she does not get nominated, she's so convincing. She's so mesmerizing. Like every scene she was in, I was just fucking staring at her epic goddessness. Like, I love the fact that <clears throat> she's not one of those people. I mean, she's aging really well, obviously. Yeah. Um, and she has all of the resources, but like, I was noticing like, you know, she has, she like, doesn't have the same person as Tori spelling. No, she does not. <laughs> I think she's letting her face age nat- quote unquote naturally. Like yeah. she had some forehead wrinkles. She had the parentheses, but she still looks flawless and beautiful. But like, just, you can, you know, I was just really stoked that she's like, not, she wasn't all like Botoxed and like yeah. crazy face, but she was incredible it made me cry just like being super happy. Um, yeah. And then, um, onto that list. I haven't watched this yet, but I watched the trailer for Chelsea Handler's new Netflix special called hello privilege. It's me, Chelsea. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Which is like, um, you is know, it good. Cause I kind of feel like, no, it's really good. It's like just her talking about like her own white privilege and like challenging white people to like, Oh. recognize their own and like going through her own That's her story. Netflix special? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <coughs> I thought it was like kind of like all about being pregnant or something. Oh, no. Is this the one where she's pregnant? Chelsea Handler? Oh, my God. You're I'm thinking of... Amy Schumer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my white people mixed up. <laughs> it's like Chelsea Handler. I was like, I, was like, I kind of don't really want to watch Amy's because I like, because oh. I, I won't like what's her name so much. Baby Cobra. <laughs> oh, Allie Wong. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't yeah. need to see that again, even though yeah. I, was, I was a pregnant person. I don't know. I mean, it's totally different. You should yeah. watch the Amy Schumer one. I watched okay. it. It's really funny. Okay, Chelsea Handler. But yeah. yeah. So Chelsea Handler's, you know, all about her white privilege. And mm-hmm. so I only watched the trailer. I need to watch the full thing. But um, 
you know, in it, she talks about how she had this boyfriend when she was in high okay, school. Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler. Because in my head, I was thinking Chelsea Peretti. <laughs> and then you mix that up with Amy Schumer. <laughs> Pim's Cup. Pim's Cup. Pim's Cup. Serena Williams cocktail. Serena Williams cocktail. <laughs> there was a dance move with that, remember too, you guys. When I, remember when I was recording Pregnant and I was like, hey. <laughs> I'm sober right now. <coughs> She's back, ladies back. and gentlemen. Okay. Um. <laughs> Chelsea Handler. I've met her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's cool. Um, kind of. So, like, it talks about... <laughs> just kidding. She's cool. Well, no, I feel like if you read the book and listened to her podcast... She's like, very serious. Well, she's, like... But, yeah, anyways. She's, like, come around on, like, the way that she used to treat people and why and how and just, like has really had an awesome awakening. So it's like, I feel like it's like the best version of her is right now. Mm. So like, you know, she used to lose her temper and get really, you know, mad and like show up hungover and like write people yeah. off and just like be kind of a dick to everyone. Yeah. Cause like she didn't fucking care. But like, anyway, she went through all this therapy. Her book is amazing. It's about her going through therapy after the election, trying to figure out like, why am I so angry? Like yeah. there's gotta be some other reason. Mm-hmm. And she like, you know, works through it and you learn all about it. But, um, so this, for this, ep- this privilege documentary, it's, she talks to her ex-boyfriend from high school where she's like, you know, we got pulled over three times and we had a dime bag on us. <clears throat> he always went to jail and I always got let go. And I never once thought like, because that was because of my race. Like, cause oh. he was a black man. Oh, or he, okay. He still is a black man, but. He was. <laughs> he got, he did a Michael Jackson yeah. skin So treatment. like they reunite and they have like a, this conversation about it. And, you know, there's this one little clip where she's like talking to these white chicks about their, you know, white privilege. And like, they're like, well, I don't really like recognize anything. You know, I don't really see that kind of thing. You know, I don't my, see color. I don't see that thing in my day to day. And she just asks them point blank. Well, would you, if you're white? Like, why would you notice it? You're white. And then they just are kind of like, duh. Like, they just look at each other like their minds are blown. But it looks really good. The trailer made me cry. So I just really appreciate what she's doing with herself right now in this phase of her career. Because I've been a huge fan of hers forever. But Mm -hmm. she's just evolving. And speaking of Serena, hey. Serena. Um, Wait, I need to address J-Lo for a second. Okay, please. Because I haven't thought about her in a while. (laughs) Yeah. And it just triggered a memory. Okay. (laughs) So when I was in high school, there was this girl who was super funny. Um, We would sleep over at her house sometimes and she liked to listen to one song. Like she would play one song on repeat the whole time we slept. Oh, that's weird. So instead of just like listening to like ambient or like Whatever. soft music. Yeah, yeah. So like she was obsessed with J-Lo and one of her songs <laughs> that was not a single. It was like some random deep like cut. deep cut yeah. J-Lo song. Um, she would play that song on repeat when we slept over at her house. And so you would wake up like in this nightmare state of like oh, having shit. listened to this like fucking weird song. What does that do R&B to your song. mind all night and your brain we and were, your dreams? Yeah. <laughs> like, so so I, whenever I see J-Lo, it makes me think of that. And I wish I could remember what song it was. Aww. If I can, I'm going to play it right now. This feeling that I have about you. Secretly, it's crazy. I'm wanting you. 
so Serena, um, you know, she's been after her pregnancy, like trying to go back and like, you know, back to Wimbledon and whatever. I don't know much about tennis, y'all. So I'm just. They drink Pims. Yeah, they drink Pims. Um, anyway, she's, you know, she's been having a rough time and not doing so great. Yeah, being very emotional. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. But like, you know, she's played against these two up and comers and one of them, um, Coco Goff, defeated her. And then I afterward, yeah. yeah, like she went up to her. And just told her what an amazing icon. Like Serena was crying. Yeah. Really upset that she lost. Right. And like she was comforting her and telling her like, you're the reason I'm here today. I saw you and I knew that I could do the same because she was, you know, another another black girl and was just like giving respect and praise to this woman who paved the way for her. Mm -hmm. So like that just made me so happy. And then, you know, I think there was another gal that defeated her, Bianca and Andreescu. Que Q Andreas Q. I don't know how you say her name. Um, anyway, like they're both these young girls just like paying so much respect and regard to this woman who, you know, made tennis the game that it is today. And, you know, it's just really awesome to see that kind of female empowerment across the board from Lizzo to Serena and back again. Like those yeah. uplifting things have been making me get really teary eyed at work every day. So Anyway. Totally. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So I saw this story. I always, you know what? It's not StoryCorps because I always talk about StoryCorps, but it is (laughs) from NPR. Uh Um, This is from um, Austin's NPR station, KUT Mm 90.5. They have this rad series coincidentally called Hi, How Are You, which makes me sad for Daniel Johnson. We should have done the Daniel. Oh, wait, there's no videos. Yeah, and also, like, I wouldn't even want to talk about I know. Like, I know we talked about Tom Petty when he passed away, but, like, that video was fun to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, like, just make fun of. Riff on. Yeah, riff on. Anyways... So they have this fucking awesome series called Hi, How Are You? Have uh-huh. you heard of this? I don't, probably, I don't know, maybe. Um, and it's basically all about, it's um, listener submitted stories uh-huh. where they go and interview somebody who they've seen in their neighborhood that they want to know more about. Ooh. Yeah. So like an example, not the one I'm going to talk about right now, but mm-hmm. like an example is like, who is the cheerful guy that works at, I think it was like... Dunkin' Donuts or something mm-hmm. like that. Or, um, and like finding out why he's so freaking positive yeah, all the yeah. time. Um, so the one that made me cry though was this one that was, who is the man in Southwest Austin who fostered over 100 babies with his wife? What the hell? So it's this old man and that was his my wife. my Hank Hill. Uh-huh. Um, who actually had passed away when oh. um, this guy did the interview, but um, this right. old man was um, the, the writer's... Um, neighbor mm-hmm. and basically him and his wife they had two kids of her of their own mm-hmm. his wife was a former like she was a social worker but she couldn't she was having some health issues so she couldn't continue on mm-hmm. like her regular mm-hmm. career path mm-hmm. so as a stay-at-home mom they decided because she was so passionate about like helping children right. and things like that as a social worker so they said okay let's be foster parents yeah and what they did then was foster newborn babies Aww. back to back Whoa. for 36 Holy years so they had over they had 173 foster babies Whoa. 
that they, so that means, could you, I mean, as somebody who's had a newborn, this fucking blows my mind because you're like in a state of like, where am I? Who am I? Right, right. What is happening in the world? Yeah. When you're taking care of a newborn because it's so wild. never sleeping. It's just wild. Yeah, yeah. And they had two kids on their own. So they, but they loved it. They loved these children and um, it was so sweet. He said, when he was talking about his wife who brought up the idea of fostering, he said, Uh you know, she liked children. She liked babies particularly. And I was a little concerned that she would want to adopt all the children that would walk through the door. Totally. I had this vision of driving the family around in one of those big yellow school buses. (laughs) So, but he talked about it just kind of like, it was the right thing to do. There are times, and we've had several babies that had to have operations, and we stayed with them when they did, one of us. Uh, my wife during the day, and I would take over at night, you know. And one of us would stay just like we would with one, if one of our kids were in the hospital. I would say not only her, but all foster moms you know, should get all the credit because they're, they're the main giver of love and care, the foster moms, you know, they give 110% or more. I guess the most dramatic thing for us as foster parents, for us and our kids, when you have a long-term child leave to be placed with a new new family, that is, you know, as, as they say, is a real tearjerker. It's really hard. But as a foster parent, you have to be prepared that that's going to happen. I mean, you know down the road it's going to happen. And it's never easy. They also Aww. had, like, some babies that were, like, obviously came from, like, drug-addicted mothers. Right. And so they had... Detoxing or whatever. Yes, so they yeah. had issues. And he said Aww. sometimes, like, that they couldn't handle, like, fluorescent light, like, any too right. much light and Aww. things like that. So they took care of them through that. And it's like the sweetest thing. The yeah. guy is like the sweetest old man. That's like a really special kind of person that can do that continuously for that long and still like be so he dedicated. He said that his wife, so she stayed at home with the babies all day. Sure. They took them everywhere. They took them to family reunions. Aww. Like everyone just kind of mm-hmm. knew, oh, they are always going to have. A and baby. they always had three up to three babies. Whoa. So he said it was very common that they had three babies at a, at the same time. Holy shit. Taking care of babies. So he worked all day, would come home and right. do the night shift with oh the babies. Oh, my God. And she just was with the all babies day. all day. Yeah. Wow. It was That's so, so incredible. And this is what he said about the babies that were like, had drugs in their systems. He mm. said, you just have to sit with them more. Oh. He was like, fluorescent lights would often set them off. You just have to comfort them and hold them until it's over with. Hmm. And I should show you this picture. You're gonna I want to see him. Am I going to cry right now? Yeah. Yeah. When my aunt adopted <clears throat> her daughter, you know, she went and picked her up from a foster mom that had her for like the first six weeks of her life. And my mom and I were just always so shocked. Like, how could you have this newborn sweetie pie and bond with them <clears throat> for six weeks and then just be like, okay, bye. Oh, he's so cute. I don't know if... I know, he's a little grandpa. Anyone knows this about me, but if you know me well, you know that I love old men. They're (laughs) so fucking cute. Like a sweet grandpa. Oh my God. I love talking to them and just hanging out. So to segue off of that, (laughs) I didn't write this down, (gasps) but you just reminded me of a thing that I 
that did make me cry oh. recently related to old men. Uh-huh. <laughs> Chris and I were eating at Cindy's with uh-huh. Juna. We went there today. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, so yeah. we were there for, we had never gone there for dinner. It's actually really good. Yeah, we want to go for dessert. We should do. Yeah, that's a great place to take babies. Totally. Too. Yeah. So we should let's let's, let's get do like it. a big old piece of that chocolate cake. Oh yeah, <laughs> they have good key lime pie too. Anyways, mm. <laughs> so we were eating dinner there, and there was an old man that was mm. sitting in the booth right mm-hmm. next to us by himself eating Aww. and just being really sweet with the with the wait yeah. staff there. Mm-hmm. And that staff is great, by the way. Yeah, they're awesome. And he was like, tur- he kept turning around and looking at us, and he and then he was just like. Uh, you guys are so beautiful. He's like, I just, he's like, I lost my wife of 40 years recently. Oh and he started crying. Oh my God, dude. Did he you just give crying. him Juna yeah. here? And then he was like, he's like, oh yeah, we have a ton of grandkids. We Aww. have this. And you could, and so in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, him and his wife probably came here all the time. And here right. he is. But it was so sweet because he started crying. Aww. And then he was like, and then before he left, he was like, because he was asking us all these questions. Yeah. And, it was really sweet. And he was saying, actually, he, he was talking to me about how his wife was like a Girl Scout troop leader and oh, they were rad. really involved in blah, blah, blah. And he was talking about how his kids are all grown and yeah. it was so freaking sweet. And Aww. then he was like, he was like, all right, well, have a good night. He's like, and you know what? The key to a marriage is you never stop losing respect for one another. Oh, wow. And he was like, so don't forget that. Always respect each other. And then he got up and left. Isn't that? That's was, such good advice. I know. Like that really he is like it. The sweetest old man. I was like, Chris and I know. <laughs> Seriously, Chris and I like both looked at each other yeah. and like had tears in our Aww. eyes because he had like we were just like you could tell he was still like, yeah mourning. You could, I yeah I just knew he was like in my heart I knew he that he was there like that was his little routine with yeah. his wife. You know Aww. they would go their little old people go yeah, and yeah. Cindy's, you and he's there by himself. Well, that's sweet. And just, he was getting so much joy out of yeah, seeing yeah. us with June. He, like, yeah. he was so, Aww. like, had so much joy for seeing a little baby. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Anyways. Well, maybe if we go back, we'll see him again. I know. I love yeah. that place. I know. It's really good. It's really good. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> were those, those were your two or you had any? I have one more. But, okay. Yeah. Um, so, the, I might cry. I'm drunk, and that old man story just got me all teary. I know so both of us are I'm crying right now. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you remember this guy, um, Antonio Bosco. He's the man whose wife died in the El Paso domestic terrorist attack at oh, Walmart. God. Um, and you know him and his wife. I don't know if they were new to the area or they just didn't know a lot of people, but he was really worried that no one would show up to her funeral because they hardly knew anybody in town. And so, you know, he invited everyone to come to her funeral and, um, uh, thousands of people from around the country showed up and like, you know, the church was filled, they were filling out onto the street. And then there was like a line around the block for them to come show respect to this man who thought he had nobody. So it's really just this awesome, inspiring story of like community. And so, um, you know, during between the attack and the service, he was living, not homeless, they weren't homeless, but he was living in his wife's uh, Ford Escape in the Walmart parking lot near where she died because he wanted to be close to her. And so, um, you know, people found out about that and 
it was really hot and the car didn't have AC or whatever. So a local like car dealership or mechanic shop called Casa um, fixed the AC, gave him new tires and new brakes for free. So at least he'd be Aww, more comfortable sleeping in yeah. this parking lot. And, you know, so during the funeral, he was totally stunned. And he told the congregation about a woman that most had never met his wife, quote, his world and how amazing she was. And so it's a roller coaster. Um, right after the services, the car and he, he the car belonged to his wife. So okay. that's also why he was sleeping in it because uh-huh. it smelled like her and reminded oh him of her. Okay. And he was like staying vigil by where she died, oh you know, goodness, and just yeah. like, so during, I don't know if it was during the services or right after the car got stolen and totaled. And so, uh, of course, the community stepped up again, and that same car dealership found out, and they got him a new version of the same exact car, same color, so he could still have a connection to his wife. Um, and then another anonymous donor found out that he kept all of this like power washing equipment. That's what he did for work mm-hmm. that was in the stolen car, and it was fucked up or whatever. Yeah. And so they sent him oh, new, brand great. new equipment. Can somebody so that, get him a house though? I know. Well, no, he has a house. <laughs> okay. He's I, just yeah, yeah. choosing. He's just choosing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like they weren't homeless. They have a house. Okay, he okay. just, yeah. Um, so, you know, they, <laughs> they sent him this equipment so that he could keep working. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the, the, the guy who worked at the um, dealership or whatever said, said, quote, it's been hard for me personally because I've been very cautious on how to help. Um, Lowenfall, Lowenfield, um, who was born and raised in El Paso, said, I've been concerned about it being self-promotion, but I just wanted to make sure that the world knows this is who we are. El Pasoans take care of each other. We take money. We might or might... Wait. We take money we might or might not have to support others. And when cars break down, we replace them. So just like really awesome story of this awesome community of people. Yeah. Coming together and like helping out this old man who lost the only person in the world he knew and just, you know, really showing up for him. And, you know, when they presented him with this new car, he was just so overwhelmed and, you know, was like thanking everyone and hugging everyone and like just sharing more stories about his wife with them. And so anyway, I just really love that story. It was like this stupid fucking shitty thing that turned into like humanity being good after all. Yeah. So anyway, look for the helpers. Yeah. Look for the helpers. That's the perfect example. Yeah. I'm really glad I didn't cry through that because I told Mel while I was working on this, I was like, I'll be over in a minute. I'm prepping, but I'm also bawling my eyes out <laughs> reading this story. Aww, <laughs> it was yeah. Really sweet. But yeah, those are the those are the things that made me cry this round. Mm, those are good ones. There's this story that's gone viral about this guy who talked about um he kind of shared this really beautiful story about his grandmother after mm. she passed away, um, about how she loved Dungeons and Dragons. I did not hear so, this. This is amazing. So she like in her last, so he's French <laughs> and his grandma speaks hardly any English. So she's French. Aww. Um, but basically this beautiful story of how they bonded over D and D. So he Aww. invited her, he taught her how to play and oh he God. invited her to his, like whatever they're called. Yeah. Fucking, 
coven. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like layer. Ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> so um, she joined That's and so like cute. was a regular participant Aww. in his D and D group, mm-hmm. and like she created um, a character <laughs> that was so he tasked her with that like okay you need yeah. to come up with a character and she like came up with this character um oh so he says my grandmother chose to be a forest gnome because they seemed <gasps> the most happy of the races and she really liked the Aww. fact that she could talk to small animals That's so cute. she went with the druid just to double down on the animal friendship theme pause for a second Let's put her on the show. <laughs> you want to talk in the mic? Okay, let me finish. Change your diaper. I'm going to finish this story about D&D Grandma, which Chris contributed. So she chose to be this gnome. Um, and he says, that night she does something that I never expected. She goes on the internet and reads every piece of lore she can find about gnomes. She barely kn- oh, knew so how to cute. Google. And yet oh here she God. was browsing Wikipedia and D&D fan sites. You think she You're going to die. You're going to die. And I'm going to post this on our website so <laughs> that everyone can see. The next day, right before we play for the first time, she reveals her name to the party. <laughs> Terminator. <laughs> Terminator. Oh, and she'd also drawn him. Oh my god, I love Look it so much. What the fuck? That looks like a bunch of weird ass stencils. So Oh my god. So the thing is, she didn't know about the Terminator, although she probably heard the name somewhere and it came back subconsciously. That's so cute. Um she doesn't speak English, so she had no idea about the connection. Oh my god. That's but so she came cute. up with it was like this huge thought out name, like uh-huh. basically like ter- she liked the name termite because she liked uh, the idea of gnomes living in burrows and nature because of a druid. Um and then she dropped in the final E because I kid you not, it's cooler. So oh my it's God, like that's Terminator. So cute. That's yeah. so cute. Um so anyways. So basically, she was really, really good, and she was so into it, and she had this character that was all thought out, and mm-hmm. she hosted the games Aww. and everything. Probably and with, like, so, dope snacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when she... Um, so she died of uh, pancreatic cancer. Aww. And um, so while she was going through, like, chemo and everything... They still they still played and they would talk about their characters uh-huh. and stuff mm-hmm. and she like Aww. updated her drawing and like That's made so it super cute. fancy yeah she even like made little necklaces for all the people in the group Aww. like that were symbolic of their of their little group um, the last thing she told him was never change never lose your family spirit and keep on playing Dungeons and Dragons That's so cute see the picture of her. <clears throat> She's so cute. She's drawing. That's yeah. so cute. Isn't that sweet? I love her. Yeah. Have you ever played any of those kind of games? Dungeon? Not, no. What is it? Isn't like Ma- a... Magic the Gathering is another one. No, like there's like, there's a, the genre. What's the genre? It's like... Role playing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done any of those? No. So um, at my work, everyone's a fucking nerd. And they like come together at lunchtime and like sometimes after work to play these games. Oh, really? Yeah. And sometimes I've stayed after and like started learning how. And they're I've actually always wanted to. They're it actually really fun. Really fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, you play all night and it's this crazy strategy. And like, yeah, they're, it's kind of fun. So I'd be down. <laughs> I'm totally do like not. I would need. 
one of the guys I work with has a whole closet, like full of these types of role play games that like awesome. quest games. Like, I've played some games like that actually mm-hmm. with Matt and Tiffany. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but nothing as like, um, right. Where you're like making all encompassing. Yeah. 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 That's cute. Anyways, Aww. those are all my things. That's cute. Okay. That's cool. Now we're going to get into. You're meant for me. <laughs> we're going to get into, and then here my baby Gina will do. Hi. Hi. She's going to do her best jewel impression. <laughs> You're meant for me. <laughs> Ready? La, 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> she looks so Dreams concerned. Dreams so long. <laughs> Say it. Sing it. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Her face right now. <laughs> Sing. Sing. La 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 la. <laughs> Do it. Talk, Juna. <laughs> you say meow? Beautiful. <laughs> Why is that always the start? And we're back. Okay. 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 Well, now it is time to talk about dreams. Her fucking facial. <laughs> There's too many things. Okay, we're talking about Jewel. Guess what? Okay, this is the part of our podcast where we talk about a song that is emotionally epic. Epic. And today we're talking about Jewel. You were meant for me. The Let's night, hear it. The- On the floor was the 1996 most played song on U.S. radio, Jewel, You Were Meant For Me. I, I did not know that it was the most played song, but it makes sense because I makes fucking t- heard it all the time. Right? Like, it was fucking everywhere. Yeah. It, anyway, Jewel. The lyrics are so dumb. So cheesy, so basic, so yeah. just like... I got my maple syrup. <laughs> Everything but <laughs> you. Um, so she kind of like oscillates between like this like uh, yodely operatic yeah. voice yeah, yeah, and then yeah. this like oh, I'm a little, little baby, baby. I'm a sexy baby. <laughs> I'm a really sexy baby. <laughs> um, when it's first the video first starts, it made me remember that she used to have a snaggle tooth, and I totally miss her snaggle tooth. Oh yeah, I was down for the snaggle tooth. I'm always down when people that are beautiful and have like one weird thing like. You know, yeah. she reminds me of, for some reason, is Renee Zellweger. Totally. It's like yeah. those little eyes and big mm. cheeks. and like looks like she's perpetually about to sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to describe that look. But uh, so I, you know, I don't know when this was, but she fixed her snaggle tooth when she started trying to book acting roles. Oh, she did? And so she fixed it to play June Carter in some fucking Lifetime movie. 
lame. lame. Remember when she came back with some like power pop ballad? Yes, it was was all intuition. It was and it was like turned into a razor blade song. (laughs) I couldn't remember the name of it. Weird. Yeah, and we're like, Jewel, are you okay? And Jewel was like slutty clothes mm-hmm. on and was like all dancing. Although this video is kind of slutty. Yeah. It's also like, um, I wrote my notes. Ooh, so undergrad conceptual feminist <laughs> art piece of her. <laughs> yeah. It's like, she's, it looks like it's on a sound stage. Like it kind of reminds me aesthetically of, um, I mean, I feel like it's really beautiful. Like the colors and like all the symbolism. It's like really yeah. plain. And I don't know what yeah. were you say though. Yeah. It looks like it's on, like when you go to see like, um, kind of like a low budget theater piece, mm, like a play mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of right. props because it's all about the acting. Right. Uh, <laughs> it kind of reminds me of that movie Dogville. Did you ever see that? I don't think so. Oh, it's no. fucked up. It's, no. That's a movie with Nicole Kidman, and it's like oh. uh, one of those oh. movies. One of those movies where it's like um, psychological thriller or something. No, shit. it's well, they film the whole thing on a soundstage, and there's no. Um, there's no um, so it's about a little small town Uh and so it's on this huge soundstage but there's no walls so it's just lines drawn on the ground of where the houses are I feel like I could not with that (laughs) it was pretty wild because there's like bad violent things that happen but like you're just supposed to pretend like there's There's a wall there so it's really weird to see it happening just like with a line in between them and their neighbors that are like cooking breakfast like it shows them cooking breakfast out of this actually that sounds kind of amazing I'm gonna see it yeah you should see it it's fucked up it's fucked up my favorite anyways (laughs) it reminds you of that it reminds me of that (laughs) except for less fucked up just kind of um, I also wrote kind of like a perfume commercial yes I also wrote on here deep symbolism (laughs) yeah like the colors are really pretty uh-huh. and like, you know, I read that it's like all about like wanting to be together, but every, you're always separated. Like they're, you know, yeah. like the two of them in this video are like, mm-hmm. anyway. And, and the dude in the video was like her ex-boyfriend. What was his name? Uh, Stoltz. Something Stoltz. Poltz. Poltz. Um, Poltz. So he right? was her boyfriend. <laughs> he was her boyfriend. Like, before she was famous or whatever. And yeah. they wrote the song together. I did not know this. This was fun fact yeah. that I... Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun um, fact. But then I read this other thing that was like, Pulse would go... Pulse would go on to start the Fraser Fair in 1998, which was a male response to the Lilith Fair. Are you Ew. serious? Yeah. So, Ew, so he's a douche. I used to think he was hot because he has a hot body in the video. But I then, thought he like, was kind of normy. Like he just yeah. looks normal. Yeah. but He's wearing one of those like 70s um, like ruffled. Tunic-y. Um, he's wearing like a ruffled oh, like like prom. a tuxedo. Yeah, tuxedo thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was like really hip in like the 90s right. for people to wear those. Yeah. And then like, you know, she's like in this dress and she's like fucking being a snake like shedding her skin because yeah shedding her skin because she like can't get over this guy and the relationship's over but they love each other and they're meant to be she can't get she can't deal with it that's what it's about yeah she can't deal with it um Um, she never put wet towels (laughs) i never put wet towels on on the the floor floor anymore Her dreams just last for it so long. It also reminded me a little bit of, have you ever seen that, um, what's the song, um, Henry Lee? 
the song Henry Lou that PJ Harvey and Nick Cave do together, the video for that. No. So they, it's really cool. Mm. Um, but it's a video it's where like they're just like, um, kind of like grazing, like touching mm-hmm. each other and like grazing their faces against each other and like almost oh, kissing. Oh, yeah, The yeah. whole video is this, them singing to each other and it's really rad uh-huh. um, and very like theatric. Was it before this one or after? Before, I think. Oh, uh, so but it, totally. <laughs> but it was kind of funny because that's, or I mean, that's like kind of what's yeah. happening in this video where they're like kind of touching the knot. Yeah. And, you know, um, all up in each other's grill. Right. And I guess this was like the second version of the video. OMG, did you watch the Sean Penn one? No. Okay, guys, backing up. So Sean Penn and her dated for a minute uh-huh. and he directed the original version of this video, which I did not find or watch, but we'll post it on cryingamazingcrazy.com. Thank you. And you can always email us at cryingamazingcrazy at gmail.com. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, he directed the original version, but like she was like, it doesn't fit the song, whatever. But what, did you watch it? Yeah, it's, um, so it's also a different recording of the song. Oh, weird. So the song is a little bit more upbeat like there's it's more like drum heavy oh, and weird. the video is um really shitty the video <laughs> is a whale it's like uh it's kind of it's more creepy oh. so i feel like it sort of like makes it sound like she's almost like this creepy stalker, stalker that Ooh. can't get over um so and she sings more aggressively too dude so it kind of makes it almost like more interesting yeah to me totally than like this mopey thing yeah, yeah yeah um but the video is like basically her she's wearing darker lipstick it looks mm. way more 90s yeah, and it's yeah. like she's or it's like going back and forth between jewel playing this guitar and then also like cutting out a like psycho collage of like oh. 50s housewives with their spouses or something Creepy. and then there's like all this footage of like a uh, old like 1960s and 50s movies mm-hmm. where there's like you know a, a guy and a girl and then another girl who's like spying on them all like Ew. jealous yeah, so no. that's a video and it was directed by Sean Penn you can find it on YouTube <laughs> and we'll post it yeah way to go Sean Penn um <laughs> Also, do you remember when she had, like, all those poetry books? No. Well, shh, I totally had them. Oh, I was, I was never, like, a jewel person. I was, like, way into her poetry. Like, you know, it was 1996. I was 16, yeah. and I was like, oh, my God, it's so yeah. deep. Like, she's this deeper person. I break and- the yolks, I make a smiley <laughs> face. Her poetry is very much yeah. like her songs. Uh-huh. <laughs> so super cheesy and, like... It was as though I had written them. Like I probably could yeah, have written. You had a lot everything of them. but the maple syrup except for Jewel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was way into it. And then like one day, I don't know. I, I found the book again and I opened it and I was like, "This is fucking crap." Like, oh God. It's I just bet. really bad. But I mean, I guess she's still making music and acting and producing music festivals and like writing poetry and you know having straight teeth and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're down for a snaggle tooth jewel, not oh, I know. straight teeth jewel. Yeah, it was an era. It was like during that cool, like female 90s music era. It was, I don't know, like several steps away from like Tori Amos or like yeah the women who were like, you know, like I still don't understand what the fuck Tori Amos is thinking about. Like that's how <laughs> deep and dark it is. Yeah, Jewel is more on the nose. Yeah, yeah. very on the nose. Um, and I would say that her video, she's like, 
Yeah, in the video, and I think in other videos too, it's like she's just a girl in her acoustic guitar in right. jeans and her shoes are off. And yeah, for, that's the vibe, which so, is like my senior portrait in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Except I need for to see it. No guitar, but like perched on a rock, shoes off, jeans. Oh my God, can you please find it and post it, please? Yeah. Um, no bangs, parted down the middle, just <laughs> straight behind my ears. Like no volume, yeah, just like just wet. Like, very flat hair. I want to see it. <laughs> forehead, lots of forehead. But remember her like origin story was that yeah. she was like homeless living in her van. Yeah. And then I remember I couldn't, I didn't have time to look it up, but like, I remember there being some later controversy about it. Cause like they kind of they obviously played it up. They totally played it up. Cause yeah. it was like. Some PR person. Her dad, she grew up in Alaska and her dad helped write the Alaskan constitution or whatever. So like her family wasn't poor. And then she went to some private school to learn opera and whatever. And like realized that it would take her 10 plus years to become an opera singer. So she was like, fuck that. And like started playing guitar and then, like, left home. Like, chose. She chose to leave home and go to San Diego and live in her van. Like, it was very much a choice. Yeah, she was just, like, living in her van and playing coffee shops. Yeah. Like, she's, like, she's like you know, she today she would have a job at Patagonia. Right. <laughs> and, like, somebody discovered her or whatever in a yeah. coffee shop. I think, wasn't it, like, Flea or something that's crazy? What, that's what Chris said, but I couldn't find that on the internet. I need to dig into that because I remember that. From Maybe back they were then. friends. Maybe yeah. they were friends, but but it was like it this was thing of Atlantic like, Records was yeah, and like she got a record. She left school or whatever, and then two years later, immediately got a record contract. So it was just like, and bitch, you ain't poor. You're not struggling. No. Like you, the, just because you grew up on a farm doesn't mean you're poor. Yeah. And she, um, the record Pieces of You, which always makes me think of Ashley Simpson. Pieces, pieces, pieces of me. Anyways. Maybe Ashley was a huge Jewel fan. Yeah. Uh, Little pieces. I miss that show. Her fucking terrible voice. Anyways, Pieces of You, that album was recorded on Neil Young's ranch with Neil Young's band. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I was actually like grooving on Save Your Soul the other day. We were, yeah, when I sent it to you. I was like, this music, I was like, whoa, this music's really good. Like the rhythm, the rhythm section is really good. Yeah, it's Neil Young's band that um, recorded Harvest and Harvest Moon. Holy shit, For those two records. They did all of the music in the background. See, again, a pretty white chick just floating through life, getting everything yeah. handed to her. Living like, in a van. Come on, down Pro- by the river. Down by the beautiful ocean in San Diego. <laughs> right. Which, like, by the way, if you're going to be homeless, like, San Diego's not yeah. a bad place it's to like, do it. It's always 70 degrees. <coughs> Sorry. So, Jewel. Yeah, Jewel. Um, hope you guys re-check out her... How do you say that word? Oh. Origin story? No. Au revoir. Not au revoir. Or Repertoire? No. <laughs> Whatever. Check her out. Check out her what? I want to v- know. Fuck. I want to know what you're saying. I never put wet towels <laughs> on, on the, the floor, floor anymore. Comes. It's like when people, it's like an art term. Or a. Tor- Where you, uh. <laughs> it's like somebody's collection of work. But it starts with an O. Yeah. Whatever. I'll figure it out one day. 
Jewel, check her out. You may have never heard of her, but check her out. Because dreams last for so long. That sounds That's good. the sound. That's the empty glass. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Keep crying. Keep crying. Love you. Bye. Bye.